Well, welcome to uh, Kevin Carmichael's Green Fingers. It's been it's been a busy autumnal season for me. Uh, lots of harvesting to do, uh, pickling, pickling and preserving and such. Uh, I I introduced the raccoons to the game Animal Crossing. Uh, you, you know the the GameCube game where you live with animals and weed the town and grow flowers. And anyways, uh, they did some research and told me that there are newer versions of the game, too. Um, so me, me and the raccoons went down to Walmart together and got this new system that's like a Game Boy times two or, or, or times times three? Times, times two uh, plus, plus three? Uh, because, because it's in 3D as well. It's a... Uh, it's very complicated math. Uh, any, anyways, long story short, the raccoons are, are are addicted to turnips now. They've they've tried to recreate the stock market from this game. Uh, they've started growing turnips anywhere they can find spare room. It's it's gotten a bit ridiculous. I'm like, hey buds, you're growing turnips in my pumpkin patch. This is untenable, but their addiction is, is, it's bad, you guys. And anyways, uh, long story short, we might be having some, some turnip pie this season. Not that turnips aren't, aren't, aren't delicious, but. I've I've gotten sidetracked. Uh, I wanted to start off with with a PSA, uh, a little plant sensitivity announcement. I will not be using the word fall in this podcast, uh, or or anywhere ever. There there's already a perfectly cromulent word out there, autumn. It's an ancient, elegant word. It just rolls off the tongue. Awesome. It, it it's just uh, <clears throat> uh lovely. Um, now now put yourself in the roots of a tree. It's it's autumn. Your leaves start falling out. Maybe you're feeling self conscious about it. Uh, how how would you feel if some schmo goes walking by talking about it? Trees can't choose where they stand. Uh, they can't put on a hat or something. Just have some decency. It's it's autumn. Oh shit! The song. Sun is shining. It's a green fingers day. Birds are smiling cause it's green fingers day. Smell the flowers. Read your worries away. You're listening to green fingers. You know, I've often, I've often wondered, uh, I once knew this guy named Harv. He specifically went by Harv, not Harvey. So, is it part of, like, an etymological spectrum? Like, Harv, Harvey, Harvest? I, I didn't know if it would be impolite to ask. 
you know, I didn't want to imply that he's he's like less than. But you know, I mean, he he chose his well, or, or maybe his parents. Anyways, there the, there are actually a lot of autumnal names out there, like a uh, like Gord and a uh, uh, Autumn. Uh, there's this one guy who lives near me named Halloween Hal, but he owns a year-round Halloween store. Um, I don't know if Halloween is his is his Christian name. Um, if 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 so, his his parents were uh, prescient. I I I've been reading a lot about uh, a really nasty fella and real nasty fella in the news periodicals lately. Um, his, his name is Vladimir Putin. Uh, he lives in Russia. He lives in Russia, which is uh, either east or west, depending on which way you're looking at it. Uh, th th this guy, from, from what I gather, he's basically just, just, a, just a big sneak. A big sh shirtless sneak. Uh, he used to be a professional sneak, but now he just does it out of habit. So, so there are these machines in America where people can vote for which person is the best ideas for parks and farms and forests and tulip manicures and stuff. And and this Putin guy, he gets right into these machines like Ghostwriter, uh, exactly like Ghostwriter. And he hacks with them so that people in the U.S. voted for the people who don't like parks and farms and forests and tool manicures and stuff. Uh, that's pretty much the gist of it. So, this guy sucks. Not to, I mean, excuse, excuse my language for, for the children. Uh, in, in the summer, I spoke about one of my favorite classic albums. Mother Earth's Plantasia by Mort Garson, which, which I assume you've all listened to at least at least twenty times by now. Uh, there will be a very detailed quiz posted on the blog, uh, and then, and then I told you about a new favorite classic of mine, Flower Boy by by Tyler the Creator. Now I'm gonna loop back and tell you another about another favorite old classic album, and that's. Journey Through the Secret Life of Plants by Stevie Wonder. Uh, this one is tr truly, truly special to me. Um, I hadn't wanted to share it with the world because I have such an intimate relationship with these songs. But, but when Alicia wanted new music and I withheld it, well, I felt terrible. It ate away at my roots, so to speak. Like, like some kind of horrible root rot. Which is just a, a devastating thing for a garden. Uh, you've got to take care of those roots. So, I'm going to I'm gonna talk about it today and share this beautiful gift with you all as it should be shared widely and fruitfully. So, so I listen to this album in, in a very particular way. I've created a special listening chamber that I call the pod. It's, it's large, it's about the size of a twin bed. Um, 
and and it's come about through a lot of very advanced grafting and, and shaping techniques that, that I've developed. Uh, so I put on my nose plug, climb inside of the pod, and I get nice and cozy because it's real warm in there. The, the, the nose plug is because the smell isn't uh, the, the best. Uh, it does have a lot of corpse flower DNA in it because that bloom, uh, it just makes you want to crawl inside. Aside from the horrible smell. And I have some headphones on playing this album. And, and I mean only this album. Uh, I've never listened to, to anything else inside the pods. Uh, be because this is a very specific experience, you know. When I'm, when I'm getting in the pod, I'm really trying to get inside the mind of a plant. Um, to be a plant. To be a plant to be, not to not be, a plant, and and let go of Kevin for a while, uh, Kevin's just, just, just gone, you know, can't, can't answer emails, but, but he and producer Tim are, are hanging out somewhere, I guess, because, because this ego here is 100% groovy plant, um, that's, that's actually why I started podcasting originally, um, it seemed appropriate, given how much the pod meant to me in my life, that I should I should take up podcasting. Although although I haven't actually talked about my pod before now, but it just it just felt it just felt hard to put into the right words until now. Um, by the way, uh, Alicia, have, have you considered growing your own pod? I highly recommend it. Not just to Alicia, you, you know, but but especially to Alicia. Um, the raccoons have, have actually helped me to take my pod sessions to the next level. They've started using their, their clever hands to, to do some chemistry. Uh, they're, they're really fast learners once you, once you nurture them, right, through shared dreams. It's incredible. They made some kind of drink in a beaker, and I was... Uh, skeptical about the, the smell, but then, then Francis—that's uh, one of the raccoons—he he took an eyedropper and put some in my eyes, and then when I got in the pod, well, I'd never been on this journey through the secret life of plants like this before. It was—I'm actually 90% sure that I actually did become a plant this time. I don't know how, like, the power. Wishful thinking, just like in that movie, S somewhere in time, uh, the the one with Christopher Reeve, uh, and and this woman wants to go back in time to fall in love, so she takes an old penny and she thinks really hard about the past, uh, and then she shows up in the past, and Christopher Reeve is there being a hunk, and it's great for her. Uh, she loves being in the past and, and getting to date Superman. And I mean, fair enough. Um, so, so I don't know if what the raccoons cooked up was, was like the real world equivalent of that somewhere in time penny, uh, but, it, but it made me really become the pod and the journey in a way that was just, uh, mind-blowing. Mind-blowing, and I felt great afterwards, really clear-headed. Uh, 
but but yeah, Stevie Wonder is, is just just amazing. My yard has had a lot of crows in it this year. Uh, I think they were displaced when the new experimental farm was built when there where the old oak cops used to be. So I built some scarecrows, uh, welded them out of some scrap metal I had. It's not something that I. It's not. It's not something that I like to talk about much, but but I have some uh, welding experience. Uh, so so I made these metal scarecrows. I I gave them scary metal faces and, and scary metal hands. And I was thinking, wow, these are some some metal scarecrows, so, like like metal, like metallic, like they're they're like Spinal Tap scarecrows, not the. They, they don't look like the esteemed members of, of the band Spinal Tap or anything. I mean, nobody could, right? But, uh, although, now I kind of want to refashion them in, in their images. That, that would be great. They're just, you know, metal. Like the, like the band's music is metal. It, it, it made me think Metal Scarecrow sounds like a great name for a music genre. Uh, and for a band, and for a song, my my producer Tim is way into metal music. Uh, like he can he can even name some bands that I haven't heard of, and uh, and and I'm I'm pretty up. So 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 I ran the idea by him, and he really encouraged me to work on it some more. So I am officially beginning the genre of metal scarecrow, right? Right here now, and I think it's pretty self-explanatory. <clears throat> I've crows in my garden. They're really a pest. The county says I can't move them. Cause they're watching a nest. Hey, hey, hey you, no. Too many murders to count. At least five or six. Wings and causes I'm planning. Mythic omens and tricks. Hey, hey, hey. God damn it. The dig up my crown. But I've got a surprise. Put on my welded mask and Led Zeppelin. Time for metal scarecrow. GET AWAY FROM MY BERRIES! I've done the hard work of establishing the genre. You know, creating a, a superlative example of it being executed. So hopefully it takes on a life of its own now. Uh, kind of like a, a scarecrow at nighttime. That, that can help. If you need to know how to get the right tone and voice for... For your own Metal Scarecrow song, while you're singing, pretend that you're a scarecrow at night. Just drifting in the nighttime winds. Just embracing the nighttime sky. And just dreaming scarecrow dreams. Which are different from raccoon dreams. Um, partially because when I was talking to about raccoon dreams, I was talking about raccoons when they're sleeping. And here I'm talking about like daydreams. 
Um, like like goals, like scarecrow goals, you know, job upgrades and anyways. So so you're you're scarecrow at nighttime, you're dreaming your dreams, looking up at the stars, just shine into the, the hay in your body. And just just rock it. And you're singing your metal scarecrow song. One of the scarecrows that that, that I made, uh, I made it to look exactly like my myself. Um, well, well, not well, not exactly like myself, but if if I metal where my where my skin should be, but the likeness is uh, is, is pretty uncanny. So so hopefully the the crows are flying around and and looking for something to eat, uh, but then they do a double take like. Whoa, Kevin is, is looking pretty metal today. And and so they fly away. Because because they're scared, not because they because they don't like me. Uh, I, I I sometimes wonder why there aren't more realistic scarecrows available on the market. Like ones ones that are programmed to look for crows and run at them and go, Hey, shoo crows like like a person would. I'm I'm sure it's on the horizon in the future of gardening. Hmm. Then I think about uh, what what could go wrong, you know? Right now, you just have to worry about encountering spooky scarecrows at night uh, when they are surely watching people walk by, but, but being careful not to get caught looking. You turn your head like, like, did that scarecrow just look at me? No, surely not. But it definitely was looking at you. And... Well, that's not so bad, you know. They're coy. It's not the end of the world. But if they're walking around willy-nilly during the daytime, what happens to the coyness then? They're not even hiding it anymore. You know, I don't know if there's been that much research about what happens when you expose scarecrows' coyness to, to sunlight. I mean, if, if you know of any studies, just send them to, to greenfingerspodcast at gmail.com. Um, but anyways, so, so, so first they shoo the crows, and then I go into my garden, and they shoo me. And I'm, and I'm like, Ex- excuse me? I'm, I'm, I'm here to garden. And, and then the scarecrow will take over the gardening. And I mean, they'll probably be very efficient, so so it will be hard to argue with the results. Um, you know, I make a good scarecrow. But, but then, like as in I construct a good scarecrow. I also would make a good scarecrow. But, you know, then I wouldn't have as much time for podcasting. Uh, but but then they'll, they'll take over the house. Uh, but they'd probably keep it very tidy. So, so again, pretty convincing. And, and then we'll look around and be like, oh, no, when did robots take over? And the gardens will all be gone because robots don't need gardens. We'll live on dust and grime and be forced to build castles for our own scarecrow doppelgangers. The crows will watch from far jeering at our ironic downfall. What hubris, they'll say. 
What arrogance! They got what they deserved, trying to keep their garden selfishly to themselves. But then, but then one human will be born within, within, within the castle walls, uh, born, in, born into a world of, of robot overlords and no gardens. This, this human will have a unique ability to, to talk to crows. Their destiny will lead the humans and the crows to work together, to rise up against the scarecrows. The, the robots are defeated, and gardens reign abundantly across the world again. But now, all humans see the true purpose of gardens. They have enough gardens that, that anything that needs some food can come by. Crows, humans, surviving robots, whatever. What's uh? What was I? What 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 was that? So, so I guess uh, we, we this is a we have a special guest on the on the podcast today. Hello. Would you like to introduce yourself? My name is Bevan Barnacle. I'm uh, I'm here to ask you if you've met my friend Concrete. Con- con- concrete. My friend Concrete is so forgiving. Anything you've ever done wrong, Concrete will forgive you. You just have to meet it really fast and really hard, and all your problems go away. I don't, I don't quite understand this. Are you, so wait, is this? Are you selling me Concrete? Are you a Concrete salesman? I'm selling you so much more than Concrete, my friend. Is I'm that, selling you a way of life. That, so wait, you threw the brick through my window to represent. It was a gift. That's the brick is the gift because it's concrete. That's right. Now you're getting it. I, Welcome to the fold. I, I, well, it's it's nice of you to pay a visit, but I don't quite understand why you're in my house. Well, you see, <laughs> we have to get really up close and personal okay. to. Uh, to, to share the good ways, right? Because who could expect you to to come out to meet the concrete on your own? No uh, one. I, I don't quite... Uh, uh, what does this have to do with plants? Well, you see, plants, just, plants are taking up... That we stay on topic on this Yes, podcast. well, okay, so plants are very important to me and my cause because they take up a lot of real estate that could be used by concrete. See, plants, plants are all over the place, taking up very valuable, very wonderful space. Um, one of our best people in the entire Church of Concrete is Joni Mitchell. Have you met her? I mean... She wrote a song about our religion. I, Pave Paradise, it's called. Okay. I think I, that, that rings some sort of bell or some something about a paradise and... And paving. I think I've only heard that song like a couple times. 
And there's another paradise by the dashboard light. What do you drive on? Concrete? That's right. And plants, they just get in the way. I, I don't even know what to say to you. Why did you come here to besmirch everything that is valuable to me? And why do you have a name that rhymes with mine? What's your name? Kevin Carmichael. Oh, wow. Kevin Carmichael. Wow, why do you have a name that rhymes with my name? I, I don't, I don't know. So, you, you want me to meet the concrete? Yes. Is why you threw it through the window. I brought the concrete to you. Think about it. Think about it um, as in uh, a recipe. Concrete is a bunch of things. There's uh, limestone and a... You what, know what else? What is? is guacamole without limestone, right? Yeah. You add a couple squirts of limestone. Concrete is nature, is guacamole. You, you know what I like about limestones? What? The lime part, because it comes from a plant. Hmm. Well, that plant See, I, is I stealing you. perfectly good ingredients for concrete. I just, I don't, um, I try to be open-minded to, to new ideas. See, but your lime, bigotry against plants is very troubling to here, me. Here, let me tell you what's wrong with lime the plant. Oh, God. Okay. It's a disease, and you can get it from any deer. I thought that was spelt like limestone. No, my friend. You can get lime tree disease from a tick from a deer. And do you want that? No. We keep all the deer away with concrete. Okay. So you want me to buy some concrete? Because do you know who I am? Well, you're Kevin Carmichael. Yeah, exactly. So you, you know my reputation and my loyal fan base? But are they loyal to you? I, I hope so. Have you, have you checked in with your brethren recently? Because I have it on good authority that they're all Why? talking about you behind your back. Why are you meeting, reading my, are you friends with Tim? Yes. Okay. Tim and I are really close. And, and he, just uh, he you talks about you. Non-stop. Well, yeah, I'm very interesting. That's one way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Jungle gyms. Yeah. Entirely concrete. Well, who's ever heard of a jungle? It's got to be a jungle gym. I think it could be a jungle. I don't think you're really considering. Um, there could be like trees in it. You know what's a good tree? Lamppost. That's nature's tree. I, I feel like there's there's a difference between a lamppost and a tree and not in a way that's favorable to the lamppost. Like a lamppost doesn't grow apples. Um, it didn't help Newton discover the physics of chemistry. It didn't 
Did an apple tree shine light on anything? I don't think so. My heart. Never stopped a crime in its life, stupid apple tree. Why are you mad at apple trees now? They don't stop any crime. Orchards are rampant with crime. I'm still like, like, do you want, do you want, do you want money? What? Uh, who doesn't want money? That's definitely not why I'm here, obviously, of course. Threw a brick through your window to teach you the way. Is there a reason you, you brought a cat with you? Oh, I, I bring my cat to all of my proselytizations. Okay. I mean, I'm not against cats, because cats are like plants with fur. But like, I mean, in a way they are. They're not, they're not quite as good as plants. But, uh, so, so you threw the, the brick through my window. It was to send you a message. Okay. Of welcome. I mean, I do appreciate uh, welcome to the neighborhood. Do you, or is this like welcome back from the defreezing? Because that happened ages ago. Um, you probably, I guess, then weren't awake for the other welcomes that we sent you. Oh. I guess not. I just... Well, that's good okay. to know. I'll have to write that down. Um, yeah, we were starting to wonder why you hadn't replied. Well, I was pretty busy with this, this podcast. I don't know if it's... A podcast is a lot of responsibility. I don't know if you, you know about those kinds of things. But I just... So, what... what what do you want me to do with the concrete? Can you make the concrete into like scarecrows or like or like plants or like friends for your plants? They can definitely be friends for your plants. Absolutely. With enough concrete, plants will never feel loneliness again. Huh. Now plants take up a lot of real estate. And I think that you can help me with this. Because I, you seem to be um, very uh, <laughs> bosom buddies with all those plants out well, there. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know how much of uh, how much you listen to my show or how many times you've listened to my show, but it's uh, you know, it's it's. I think uh, my love of plants and the plants' love of me is is pretty self evident. It is, it, yes, um, and. Uh, so, so yeah, you're looking for, are you looking for like more tiny, like more miniature plants? Because there's lots of good examples of like, I don't know, moss, if you think about it, it's just a lot of really, really tiny pieces. All right, but... Um, so you can have like a hundred moss, but it's like only a little bit of space. I was thinking we could put them under all the concrete. Okay. So, I'm very... Um, I'm very forward thinking. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, in terms of in terms of architecture, but I like I don't know like like gardening is is my terrain. Okay. And in my experience, when you pour concrete on a bunch of plants, the outcome is negative for the plants. That's um. And I don't like to hurt plants. Okay. Well, think of it as uh, that they'll never hurt again. Uh, if you think of, okay, you're forward thinking on architecture. That's wonderful. Um, the human body has a big organ called skin. Well, the ground 
is like the city's skin. This is oh, a wow. city kind of living without a skin in a lot of places, if you think about it. And I don't think that's fair to the city, and I don't think that's fair to us. So we need to pave every spot that is not paved. It's for the good of the people. That it's for the good of the city. What's in that? What's in that backpack? Uh, well, I've got just some things I found on my way through your window. Um, and a bucket of limestone mixture. Okay. Thank I figured we could get started in here. You've got a bunch of pots with plants. Whoa, out of them. don't touch Alfred. Um, Alfred, calm down. She didn't mean it. Oh, he does look kind of angry, doesn't he? Yeah, well, he's, you know, you're being pretty insensitive. Look, it's... They're, all these plants are right there, and you're just, you're just talking about how feelings you want to suffocate them. Feelings are temporary. The plants are forever. Whoa. Oh my god. Jinx. What does that mean? Uh, I guess we're cursed now. That's too bad. Yeah, it sucks. Does that mean you're going to stop trying to pour concrete everywhere? No. Um, Is there... It means so, I'm going to do it more. Um, because I have to appease my gods, so, right? So you came in here to... to Aprosily me? Uh, yes. That was what you said? I, uh... Um, how, did, how did you know I was I was home? Well, uh, to be honest, did, I wasn't sure. Oh. Um, but I was going to come in anyway and check okay. my cat that I brought. Yeah. Because, uh, we, uh, you know, if you were home, we are going to have this little talk. And hasn't okay. it gone so swimmingly? I mean, I just think you're a monster. Okay, I see we've uh, gotten off to a rough start. That's it's okay. It's like, you just, like, concrete, which is not plant matter, you think is better than, than plant matter. I and you have no problem with saying this in front of all these plants. Well, they're kind of inferior. And you have no problem saying this in front of all our viewers. I think they're with me on this. I, well, you know, viewers, remember it's greenfingerspodcast at gmail.com. That's gmail.com to let this monster know, sorry, what was it, Blevin That'll Farm do. Cycle? Blevin Farm Cycle? That's my name. It hasn't changed at all. It's been that way forever. Is this a big church that you have? It's These quite large. Horrible, horrible ideas? It's quite large. And I think once you come around, you won't feel so uh, I think insulted when you stop by our way of life. Trying to murder all the plants, I'll, I'll feel better about you. I, like It's not too late to it's, be redeemed. It's not murder. Why don't you just, your religion... It's euthanization. It's not murder. Your religion could be about plants. Like, you could talk about tulips. Well, it kind tulips of is about or plants, pumpkins. in a way. It sort of is it's about It's autumn. Plants. You could talk about pumpkins. We are the autumn of the plants. What about... We are. We strive to be the winter of all plants forever. Why don't you use the concrete to build a new scarecrow? 
is better than other scarecrows, but it won't be like the robot scarecrow, so we don't have that whole problem. Uh, well, I could use it to make crows. What, what, would, what would those do? Uh, well, they would... Like, usually you want the scarecrows to... Eat the corn to, well, in all your fields and leave them barren so that I could cover them in concrete. So wait, you would make crows out of concrete? That's right. Okay. They're so hungry. They're so hungry? So hungry for more concrete to be put down over the cornfield. Huh. There's something about this that doesn't make sense to me. Please explain what doesn't make sense to you, and I will clarify it right away. Well, I don't like the fact that you're trying to destroy corn, which is delicious for concrete, which tastes like concrete. Eating I don't concrete, think you've ever tried popped concrete. Well, I haven't. We call it just pop conks. We have movie night at the church. <sighs> We pop some conks and munch, 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 you know, it's, it goes great with anything. You can have uh, concrete on the cob, just basically we just form it into the shape of a corn cob and people spread butter over it and they, you know, they just chew it and they have a great time. I don't know, I just think. No more waste. I just, I mean, all you really need is water and sunlight. And maybe a pumpkin or something. Um, pumpkin. And I just think concrete, I mean, I'm very open-minded on this podcast, but I do have some values. And one of them is that I think concrete is an abomination. And you've kind of swayed me further into thinking that I'm really sorry to hear that. Uh, so, I guess, why don't you come around for a Saturday night concrete meal and sing-along? I think you'll get the hang of it. I think you'll be I... all over concrete. You'll never want to see a plant again. What, what time on Saturday? Nine fifteen. Okay. Well, I usually like to go to bed before then, but maybe. We'll make a bed but for you there. First, pull pull your cat out of the tulips before it destroys them all. You're cut from the same cloth, aren't you? Stay there. What's your cat's name? Uh, Trevin. Trevin? Shard. Snickle. Do, do, do you have any good messages for our viewers? I do. I have the really good word. I have the good word of, uh, of our concrete overlords. Look up. At night, what do you see? Why, it's a light. Just remember that street lights, they stop crime. What has an orchard ever done for you? You know, I think some people, I think some people see an orchard 
and then they decide not to crime. See, <clears throat> I'm I actually disagree. writing writing a children's book about this. Oh well. I mean, last, it's, it's, it's directed at children, but really, it, it has depth for. I read about a tree. Was the tree eventually committed suicide because it just couldn't stand to live anymore? Do and you think that was because of the concrete? I think it was making itself scarce so that concrete could be put where it was. So you're saying the tree sacrificed itself? Well, sacrifice, suicided, I don't know. These are really all... It's, I mean, take from it what you will, but Was trees the, are all depressed. They're, they're just... Well, maybe you just think they're depressed because when you're around them, you're saying awful things like this, and then... And then they like, I don't know, they like give off bad negative tree vibes. Because I don't know, like I've been around trees when they have, they have positive vibes, and they feel all like shiny and it feels shimmery. I don't know. I've watched them through YouTube, and they uh, they just seem. Well, you can't live your life through YouTube. Not that, I mean you should you should listen to some podcasts sometimes. Make up your mind, Kevin. I just I'm I just. Have you, have you ever, when was the last time you shoved your fingers into some nice succulent soil and just, just felt that and just felt the life that it gives? Or when was the last time you shoved your hand into just a barrel of compost and just thought about everything that it would become? Well, I did once strangle a clod of dirt so that the land would be dead and I could put concrete over it, and that felt amazing. I see. There was a worm in there, and it begged for its life, and I said, okay, you, could, you can go, but you have to live over top now. We're charitable. We're charitable people. We let worms live. But so you think a worm is is more value than than like a plant? Absolutely. What about like chrysanthemums, or like? They, they never look at you right. They always, they're always judging. Chrysanthemums, constantly judging. We don't need that. Not in a city. Okay, so. Well, you've gotten to say your piece. Do you have any? Do you have any goodbye you want to give the viewers to let them know that you're leaving and picking up your cat out of the tulips before the tulips all die? And sure, sure. I'll I'll say one more thing to the viewers. Okay, make it quick. Remember, Clip. you're visiting the internet right now. You're online. This is what it's like in the future. No plants. Isn't it wonderful? We'll see you soon. Wait, wait. Everywhere. The last part was unsettling. I'm still here, though. I, I, haven't, I haven't left. Whoa. What's up with that? <laughs> you said goodbye and then you leave. That's like dishonesty. Are you dishonest to your viewers? Do you, are you like that at the church, too? Do you... Do you just lie all the time? Is that just what you do? Is this all a lie? 
Because you can't honestly believe that concrete is better than plants, which are green, and then, like, I mean, sometimes the change color, like in the it's autumn. Disgusting. Colors. Ugh. Can't stand them. Everything should be gray, and then we'd all be happy. Well, sometimes the sky is gray, and then it rains, and it's good for the plants. Yeah, but then it's green again, and it's disgusting. I want it to be gray everywhere, all the time. Why don't you just live in a box? You think I don't? Well, you're out of it now. Well, I'm, I'm visiting you. I don't live in your home. I mean... I'm glad that now I know that when I, why when I came out of the ice, like, all my windows were broken. You're welcome. I assumed that was the raccoons, and now I feel mean for giving them a tongue lashing about that. Well, you know, you, uh... When you make assumptions about people and raccoons, it doesn't go well for you. I just, I want you to understand about plants. What is it that you think I don't know about plants? They're, like, dirty, and, and they're beautiful, and, like, when you touch them, you get sparkles in your heart. Ugh. Keep the sparkles out of my heart. That's a sparkle-free zone. You know how bad those are for the environment? Sparkles? I have terrible damage to a heart. I thought you hated the environment. I hate it as it is. But once it's paved over, it will be fantastic. Well. I feel like you're really coming around. Am I right? The cat's killed all the tulips now. Oh, thank and God. And now I'm starting to wonder why I sat here and just watched that happen. Because you know what's right. I'm wondering if your words are hypnotizing, and if you're trying to hypnotize my viewers into not stopping while your cats trample on all their flowers. If this is some sort of mass plot to destroy plots. Well, anyway, I have to take my brick, um... Are you going to take your cat, too? You, you're just a sociopathic cat? Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess he can come, too. But um, I'm going to throw it through this window, the brick. Oh, I thought you meant the cat. No, no. No, the cat will probably crawl through on its own. Wait, why, it feels like wait, it. why do you need to throw the brick again? The One of our laws. You cannot carry a brick. You can only throw it. It's... Is there a reason for that law? Well, uh, we need to always make space for building and rebuilding, and okay. that includes windows. It's good for the economy. Well, at least your cat's gone to sleep. I did have a really tiring time eating all your tulips. I know. Isn't he cute? At least Alfred's okay. Why keep him next to me? So I'm always worried about stray cats coming in. Well, I'm hypnotized by their religious owners. And well, you know, Tim said I was paranoid for feeling that way. Didn't you, Tim? He's a producer, so he'll like listen to it later. <laughs> Well, that is wonderful. Yeah, 
and then like hundreds or probably millions of, of people will listen to it like after that but I'm probably gonna cut out a lot of your parts because I don't I don't think they were very um, illuminating uh, or I, I didn't feel I didn't feel educated at all I mostly felt rage oh and, and I, know. I, I invited you to the church dinner and everything, and um... and that was that part was fine. You know, you could have just done that. Uh, like, if you want some some constructive feedback, maybe for the, like the next house, um, you you like don't you don't really need to to throw a brick, and you can like hold on to your cat, so the cat doesn't like ruin all their stuff. See, okay, these sound like logical suggestions, but um, but you're you're contradicting the laws of my religion. I have to throw the brick. In okay. fact, I probably have to go around to the other side of your house and get the other windows before I go. Okay, but make sure when you throw the brick, you don't hit any of the potted plants. I will aim for them. I feel like we haven't made a lot of progress in this conversation. I feel like I disagree. I I feel like I know a lot more about the layout of your house now. That's I think that's great progress. I'm not sure what that means. If this is something for your like for your like fan blog. Tell you um, what. You don't have to it, think about it. You know what? I will okay. be back later. If you have whether a fan or not blog, you're here. You've been very mean to me, but I guess you can plug it. All right. Um, so, Bevan Barnichael at um, ConcreteChurch.com for all your hopes and dreams and comments and well wishes. Thoughts and so prayers? That, that is a Kevin Carmichael fan blog, right? Uh... Because that was the thing I said you could you could plug. Yes. Um, okay, sorry. I, I just for a second I was worried that it was. Oh sure. It wasn't yeah. Wasn't that? Um. Yeah. All you have to do is sign up to join our religion, and you, you know can... you don't have to sign up to listen to Green Fingers, or even to send send me an email. You know, it's not it's not becoming to brag. You'd learn that if you were part of of our institution. Well. You know, I'm starting to wonder if, if you're even a good fit for our church. I mean, I find everything about it, uh, what's the word? Uh, repugnant? Um... Yeah, somewhere in repugnant, but with like some other words thrown in the middle. It's Maybe okay. there's like a portmanteau of different words. I don't know. I'm too rageful to think right now. And I'm okay. really sad. So I'll come back later. It'll be fine. You could, like... I mean, you don't even have to come back if you don't want to. You could, like, go to a different house. I could. I I could come to a different house. Or, or I could just be here when you're not here. And... Make... I mean, I actually... I, I wouldn't like it if you did that. 
Like that would be, I, that's like not good for me. I, I think that that's, I don't know. I think there might be like a law against that or something. Okay. I feel like this is going to be a real growing experience for you. <laughs> And I think you're going to... Growing like how plants grow and concrete doesn't? Oh, concrete grows. Not like plants do. It can swell if you uh, fill it with water. There's, there's, you know... Have you ever had your house uh, leak? You know, there's a really good song about a daisy through concrete. There's not a really good song about a concrete through a daisy. All concrete through daisy songs are the best. You know why uh, those fellows, Simon and Garfunkel, did so well? Because they made a bridge over the troubling water. Well, but that's... The reason that song was successful is that the water... Water helps plants grow. No, I think the water caused more pain than anything, and they just really needed a way to, to get around it. So they, they built you know, a concrete bridge. I can't, uh, I can't claim to know everything about what Simon and Garfunkel were thinking. You know, for all I know, they could just be, um, they could just be, what's your religion again? Con concrete. Concretism. They could just be concretists like you. They could just be dirty, filthy, concrete. Yeah. I shouldn't they even also, say. They had that other song, Concrete on the Soles of Her Shoes. I I don't think I know that one. Um, and there's uh, probably and, because it wasn't a hit because people don't like concrete. me and Julio down at the concrete yard. You know, I think that sounds a little familiar. Everyone knows it when they hear it. But I, I bet it's a pretty bad song because it's all about. Ooh, concrete. you're gonna lose fans over that one. Ouch. Well, a lot of Simon and Garfunkel fans in I the world. I didn't say everything they did was bad, unless they were concretists, in which case. Oh. And there's uh, 50 ways to, to lay some concrete. Okay. Are there really 50 ways? <laughs> Minimum. Definitely more than that. It's such a versatile act. I don't, um, all right, cat's waking up again. Well, he's got, uh, who's that guy beside you that he's got to eat? Alfred? Alfred? No, he can't do that. Hey, Stefan, <laughs> did I name you again? You know, you're kind of you're kind of bad at this naming thing. Stefan Narmcycle. Like, I named Alfred years ago. Like, eight years ago. And, and I haven't actually forgotten his name. what was he the first time you called him a name? Alfred. I feel like... And then I was frozen in concrete unlikely. for seven years. And he's still Alfred. So you were frozen in concrete. I meant to say ice. But you got concrete in my brain. Where and it belongs. I can't believe that you've affected me this way. Yeah, you just pour it in one ear. Stir, stir, stir. I don't. I, 
I, I consider myself a, a strong man. I didn't think that it, it would it would go like this. And here we are. How do I get the concrete out? You don't. That's the thing. Now that it's in your mind, all your ideas are solid. But my ideas were already great. But now they're solid. Alfred? He can't hear you anymore. <sighs> I just... It's... There's... Leaves and, and petals everywhere. Isn't it disgusting? It's... You know what? This... It's macabre. Listen, Kevin. Uh, yeah? This was really... This was a really great conversation. I didn't think so. Um, I had a really nice time. I know you did too. So I, I'm, I'm just I saying, actually, wait, I, I, I didn't. Okay, well, I'm glad you had a good time. I'm going to go. Uh, I, I like that part. Throw and this, with the cat, you're going to... I'm going to take my brick. I'm going to throw it through your window right now. All right, now I'm going to go. I mean, I guess if it means you'll go and you're taking the cat. I'm sure it'll come. Monster. Bye! Okay. Well, I guess it's, it's time to check listener emails. The good news, the the good news is that, is that there's actually there's two there's two emails there's two emails this week. Um, let's see two two emails. First one. Subject, are are your raccoons for hire? So that's that's okay. Uh, dear Kevin. Great to hear from you after all these years. I'm desperate for a solution to dealing with gardening from a distance. Is it possible for me to hire some of your raccoons to take care of my Cape Breton garden? The cabbages are getting overrunning with slugs. I'm three provinces away, so I cannot pick them off individually. They do have to be content living around large foxes. Hmm. Okay. As well, I have to admit that Emma and I saw far... Saw a far number of road-killed raccoons in Cape Breton, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, and Quebec. It seems to be a bad August for raccoons crossing the road, so I implore them to be extra careful. Well, let's... Okay, let's small for you. You can answer me via your next podcast. Good. Good. That... In deep required for your gardening knowledge and ability to communicate with raccoons. Um, well, uh, as as you know, if if you've been listening, like really listening, the the problem with getting the raccoons to help you to help you garden 
Uh, it's it's great if you if you just want turnips. If if you're okay with a monoculture garden of all of all turnips, I think I think I can, you know, I, raccoon transportation is is a uh, is a tricky is a tricky issue. Maybe I can get them to, but you know they're they're pretty uh they've got a lot of ingenuity. Maybe they can build some sort of a three raccoon bicycle or, or, or something. And, 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 and I, you know, some of them, some of them might be really, really down for, for a trip, but, um, and, uh, you just, you have to be okay with, with just turnips and, and no, no pumpkins. So, uh, you know, think about that. Well, that was kind of that was that was kind of a, a a nice a nice email, and uh, and it, hey, it looks like the the cat left, so that's cool. But uh, all right, well, let's keep going. So. <clears throat> Okay, uh, uh, we have another email from a loyal viewer, so that's nice. Hello there, Kevin. I've been following your work closely ever since stumbling upon it when I was searching to see if the delightful 2000 Green Figures movie had an affiliated podcast. I found each episode to be more charming than the last. Your takes on such rich topics as composting and the casting and Batman and Robin are frequently illuminating, affecting the way I think of these things, and even impacting how I've been raising my nine children. What was... So there's a... I... Sorry, sorry, viewers, I didn't mean to... Uh... It's sidetracked from the email, but there's a a crow just just flew in. I guess through the the, the broken window. <sighs> you know, to remind me of everything I've everything I've lost today. So, I guess. I guess I'll just keep uh, keep going. Uh, I well, oh, hmm. The crow, uh, the the crow appears to have uh, let let one out, as 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 they say. You know, as as people more crass than I would would say. But uh you know crows are 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 wise wise animals with their their funerals and and stuff like that and uh i I think I see the grim 
in this crow scat on my floor. So, so someone is either going to die or, or get to meet their godfather. And, I mean, there has been some, there has been some, some death today. There's, uh, but, uh, you know, so maybe the crow is just predicting the, the, the past or like maybe it, it, it meant to be here like an hour ago to warn me and then and then it got uh it got it got sidetracked maybe because of how how beautiful my my garden is so maybe maybe the maybe the beauty of the garden hurt me today You're too late, Grim. Uh, anyways, I I guess I should I should finish this this email. Um, so uh, let's see where were we? Composting, casting in Batman and Robin, da -da -da, affecting the way I think of things, and even impacting how I've been raising my nine children. Well, that is that is always nice to hear. You know, I I love providing garden inspiration for people of all ages and it makes me really happy that this podcast is uh something for nine-year-olds or 90-year-olds or five-year-olds or, or 500-year-olds uh but uh let's continue here. uh that being said as a parent i'm a firm believer in the importance of personal responsibility well uh, yeah of, of course um I, I was overjoyed to see you return to the podcast sphere, and I don't think your time in the ice has left you any less wise. Perhaps you have even absorbed ancient wisdom from the ice for being frozen in it so long. You know, that, uh... Hmm. One can only speculate what can be learned from water that once touched the scales of dinosaurs. That's, uh... That's really beautifully said. You know, and I think... It sounds like you have a lot of wisdom, a lot of wisdom yourself, and uh, I hope your kids, I hope your kids listen to the kinds of things you have to say, because I just, I'm not, I'm not an expert on parenting, except for in the many ways that parenting is, is like gardening, which is most of the ways. So I'm I'm like probably more of an expert than the the majority of parents, but not all of them. And but I just I think it's really important to 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 teach your kids about about things and to to do with the garden. Um, anyways, uh, however, reading onwards. Uh, However, wisdom doesn't excuse a poor sense of time. And as a, as a lover of gardens, I, I should think you have a good understanding of seasons. First, you released the summer episode in September, and I thought, well, well, okay, but surely this was a clerical error, not something he would ever do again. Kevin knows what's up, but now November is, is almost over, and still no autumn episode? What is this? 
How can you be a responsible nurturer of plants if you aren't even in touch with the most basic of temporal units? I, I feel ashamed that I've let my kids look up to you for so long. I hope you can redeem yourself, not for your own sake, but for them and for Alfred. Sincerely, Lester McPherson. You know, Lester, there's there's some things that that matter more more than time. Um, I don't even think that uh, time is the most important word that sounds like that because because time is a is a powerful is a powerful herb and you know time is just an abstract concept and i think you should explain that to your kids and then i think you'll be a, a better parent um, I just, I, I, I hope that, uh, I just, I really didn't, um, need, need this t today. And, um, I guess, I, 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 I guess that's, that's green fingers for this week, you know, and, uh, I just re remember to send the emails to the email address. Good, good night, and uh, keep keep your uh, keep your tulips safe.